you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we want to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Luis Congdon, and he's a digital marketing expert. His expertise is in helping businesses leverage the internet for increased sales. His expertise in social media marketing, podcasting, email automation, and website optimization has led him to be featured, quoted, and written about in publications such as Chicago Tribune, Forbes, J.P. Morgan, Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc. Magazine, Huffington Post, Huff Live, Elephant Journal, and many other publications. Luis has worked with Inc. 500 companies, seven-time New York Times bestselling author Marianne Williamson, top franchises across America, yoga studios, health clubs, digital agencies. Is there anybody this guy has not worked with? So to get your free digital marketing training and make more sales online, head over to his website, thrivinglaunch.com. That's where you can find him, thrivinglaunch.com. Luis. Welcome to your first 100K podcast, my friend. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's it's crazy to listen to your own introduction because no matter what I seem to have done in my life, good or bad, to some degree at the end of the day, I feel like just an average Joe, just an, a normal person who uh, is filled with aspirations that are unaccomplished uh, and and memories of really great things that have happened but kind of living into this future of things that I want to do. Uh, and so when I hear that, I'm like, oh, wow, that's a, that's a really cool guy. And I didn't, I didn't know that was me, you know? Um, 
but I just feel like a really normal, regular dude at the end of the day. Um, you know, I, I started podcasting as a way to try to break out of that idea that I needed to have a job. Mm. Uh, and, and, and I guess, you know, necessity is, uh, is the father of invention. And so I needed to find a way because I, I, I discovered I was unemployable. Uh, really, you know, I had a few really wonderful jobs. And then after that, I had a lot of terrible jobs and just got to a place where I understood I didn't do great at clocking in and clocking out. I didn't do great at dress codes. I didn't do great at having a boss. A lot of times bosses want to, you know, breathe down your back and it's a, you know, this power play of, I have power over you. Uh, I give you your paycheck. So do what I tell you. Uh, and, and I just didn't do good with that energy. So I really needed to find a way. Uh, and for a while the my way out of that was to become homeless uh, and sleep on my friend's couch and bounce around and sleep in my car and sleep in a park and, uh, you know, create this idea of freedom through not working. Uh, but then, you know, you got bills to pay, you have food, you have a hungry stomach, you've got a future that you're thinking about. So I didn't really work too well. And fortunately enough, it didn't last too long. I landed on this idea that podcasting could help me help with my coaching business. Uh, and, and sure enough, it did. Uh, you know, one idea is enough to change your life. And that's really kind of what happened for me. It was just an idea that turned into something that now produces a really nice income and allows me to travel the world and uh, live on a small island that is mostly, you know, people that people that live where I live are mostly retired or celebrities. Um, and I happen to be one of the few that gets to you know, live on five acres and work and live from home with my wife. Wow. All right. I think we're done now. All right. So listen, that was really a complete like journey and path. And uh, typically my next question is, you know, share something personal about you. Very few people in your business life actually know. And, you know, the homeless thing, um, like that's personal and, and that's vulnerable to say that, hey, you know, I thought I was going to say F you to the man, you know, the boss, the uh, corporate America. And I wanted freedom so much that I was willing to go homeless to get it, but it actually didn't work out the way you thought it was going to. <laughs> this thing we call reality of bills and finances, right? To, to create the future life that you had for yourself. How long were you homeless for? Yeah, so um, I, I became homeless twice. So it wasn't, I, I guess I didn't fail good enough at it the first time. <laughs> Let um, me try this again. Maybe I did it wrong. Yeah, you know, the first time I was um, uh, a really good job that I had ended, uh, it was a contract role. And so I was, uh, Obama was the president at the time and there was a lot of people who were getting unemployment and I happened to fall into that time period where, you know, people, um, what, what is that when the government kind of gives you extra money because you're unemployed? Mm -hmm. um, and so, and so I got that. I forget what exactly what it's called, but essentially when Obama was president, he extended that because there were so many people that were unemployed and I was one of those people. So I was able to live off unemployment. Uh, I guess that's what you just call it is unemployment mm -hmm. funds that's for right. close to, I think about two years. Uh, and so I was almost homeless for, I guess about a year and a half. I mean, close to two years. And once that money ran out, that's when, you know, things got really bad. And then I started sleeping in my car. And then I, you know, was ashamed to tell people, hey, I need a place to go to tonight. Cause I had, you know, maybe one or two friends. It's like, it's okay. They, they just know my stuff. 
Yes. Uh, you know, there's just no hiding that this is what I'm doing. Uh, but, you know, other than that, it's like a few nights came by where it was like, well, they had friends over, they have a girlfriend over, whatever it might be, their place isn't available. And, and so I sleep in a park. And, and that's when, you know, you start waking up in the morning and you're like, wait, is this like what a college educated, uh, you know, immigrant who has been given a, a lot of, I've been blessed in a lot of ways as somebody who immigrated to the United States as a child uh, and was able to escape uh, a country in tremendous turmoil and then come to the United States, have a wonderful family, uh, be gifted a really big privilege to go to a private university, like a $100,000 education. And years later, uh, after having a really good job, that job ends and I'm sleeping in a park and uh, that's a very shameful place to be. And I think that was the kind of the pinnacle uh, of where transformation began, you know, it was like, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. And I, I'm smart enough, you know, what is it going to take for me to stop sleeping in a park uh, and, and stop being unemployable uh, and kind of serendipitously, I found a nonprofit that, was offering business advice and education to people. And through that nonprofit, someone suggested I start a podcast. I knew zero about podcasting. I really knew nothing about it. Uh, but I reached out to a guy who'd been on Oprah 19 times, more than anyone else in history. Uh, and he's a New York Times bestselling author, multimillionaire. And I reached out to him. <laughs> you know, luckily I was naive and young. And I just said, hey, would you like to be on my podcast? <laughs> I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have a website. I had 300 friends on social media. And he writes back, yeah, I would love to do that. Uh, and from that interview, it was an eye opener. Like, wait, you know, no matter who I am, despite the fact that I'm homeless and I'm going to use, you know, a room in a library to record this podcast, I, I can make something happen. Uh, and that's where things started to change for me. Wow. What a story, Startup Nation. Are you similar to Louise in your story? Maybe the circumstances are different, but you wrestled with those same inner demons, those same thoughts of, you know, how? How did I get to this place? Why am I here? The, the feelings of shame. Like, how do I get out without telling people how bad it's gotten? Maybe you're in that place right now and, and you're really just wrestling and you don't see a way out. Well, I recommend follow Luis's, you know, uh, you know, his journey and follow his method and take one step in the direction of the life you want. The pain sometimes has to get so bad for you to actually move. For you, it, it's got to smack you upside the head for you to realize you're still alive. Right? And he took that step and he reached out to that organization and said, hey, I need some business training. And through that, the next step showed itself, podcasting. And through podcasting, the next step showed itself, which was this multimillionaire, super uber successful guest says, yes, the first go around. And from there, I'm guessing the next step and the next step. And that's how life happens. That's how success happens. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens one intentional step at a time. So Luis, thank you for sharing that. I really, really appreciate that. Let's back up. Let's go big for a second because I really, I, I think we get your story, man. It's a powerful story. I love this story. Um, let's go big. My, my audience loves context. How much gross revenue did your business do, your existing business do in the past 12 months approximately? In the past 12 months, 
maybe around two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and most of that's profit. So that's pretty good, you know, because we don't really have much overhead. Uh, we sell online digital courses and we sell coaching. Uh, and so there aren't any physical products that we mail or deliver. Well, we don't have to drive to meet clients. We do everything in home. Uh, and every once in a while we get flown out uh, to meet with companies uh, or we get flown out to speak in different places. So uh, somewhere around 200,000, it might've been like 185,000, somewhere in there. Yeah, got it. So that's fantastic. And just to, to you, Startup Nation, as you're listening, obviously podcasting is becoming bigger and bigger as an industry and people starting to figure out, hey, I better get in this game before it's too late because they're seeing other people winning in life where they're maybe struggling in archaic business models um, and industries. And, you know, Luisa Louis, uh, is bringing up a great point. Like the overhead is really minimal. Like most of your overhead is probably just paying monthly subscriptions for the platforms that host your online content, your digital media, correct? Subscriptions and a team of anywhere between two to five independent contractors that are based in the Philippines. So not so too virtual much. Assistance, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Think about that startup nation. What if in the next 12 months you could be running a business where your top expenses are a team of you know people overseas at very low per hour wages virtual assistants and just paying for some online subscriptions for the platforms that you use to deliver your products and services to your customers and you can make two hundred thousand dollars in the next 12 months what if just imagine i'm here to inspire you and mostly to kick yourself in the butt like give yourself that kick we all need that accountability let's be honest about it i know i did Luis. When was the last time you needed someone to kick you in the butt to move on something? Uh, my wife does it for me just about every day. So <laughs> you I married, you married a permanent day. accountability buddy, I call it. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's awesome. All right. So how long did it take you to make your first 100K from ground zero? Yeah. You know, um, I think the first year running that podcasting business, it was funny because that podcasting business really didn't produce much income when I first started. Um, so the first six months really didn't have any income behind it. It was just a passion. Uh, but from there, a marketer approached me and said, can you help me uh, with podcasting? And at the time I was running a relationship podcast. Now, why the reason why I tell, I tell you guys this is because I was doing something that I thought would lead me somewhere it, it didn't actually lead me anywhere at first other than really amazing interviews and invitations to meet some of the most amazing people in the world. Dr. Harville Hendricks invited me to a private three-day event, uh, you know, that he paid for, for me to join and, and be a part of, you know, food, all the expenses were paid for. Um, but I tell you this because that podcast was all about relationships. And then I interviewed a marketing guy who's a very well-known marketer. And he said, can you help me with podcasting? And, and I'll help you with your business, which then he said, don't do the relationship stuff. Let me help you with a podcast business. And that's where it took off, you know, because then I started looking at clients that were willing to pay five or $10,000 a month for my services. And mm -hmm. I'd never been paid that. So my very first year, I probably produced maybe $60,000 or so. So okay. not a lot of revenue, but hey, it was enough to get me off my couch, off my friend's couch, Definitely. enough to put gas in the tank, because at some point, my car was just sitting there with a boot on it, because I was unable to pay bills for it, right? You got like some sort of parking tickets and things sure. that just 
accrued. Uh, but what, what, what changed was just, I decided I just can't take this anymore. I'm going to follow some sort of inspiration. And that, that word is so beautiful. Inspiration, like something was breathed into me. Mm. Uh, and then from there I was able to go to Bali with, uh, my then girlfriend who is now my wife. We went to Bali, Thailand, Taiwan, and we traveled all over Southeast Asia running an online business. And you know, $60,000 might not be a lot for two people, but let me tell you $60,000. When you get to Asia, you can live like a King there. (laughs) Good point. Good point. So $200,000 you did last year, year one, you hit 60K. I'm guessing by year two, you crossed the 100K mark, right? And you're well into it and it's working. You're doing fantastic. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about podcasters out there and how many podcasters that are newbies, or maybe they're in year two, year three, they still don't know how to monetize their show. What did this marketer teach you? And here's what I'm going to ask you. I'm asking you to dig deep and be real. Just be transparent. Obviously, he taught you how to monetize your your podcast. Well, so many people are hungry for this content. And I'm going to ask you for some of your secrets. Yeah. So speak to my listener right now who maybe is about to start a podcast or they're in their first year podcasting. They're struggling. They don't know how to monetize it. They're passionate about their content, et cetera. The audience is slowly growing, but they're not paying the bills with it, right? What are your top three tips or strategies? that they can implement right here, right now, that maybe this market had taught you and that you applied to your business that worked? What do you got? Yeah, yeah that's a great question. And you're spot on a lot of podcasters, a lot of people in business, frankly, it doesn't matter what market niche you take, but in my world, it's podcasting in the world of relationships. That's really what it is. It's the world of relationships. And, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, my first, second year podcasting, I interviewed a podcaster who's, you know, he's well known, he's well liked in the podcasting community. He's been around for 10, 12 years. We're talking about how much money he made. And I told him kind of off the cuff, hey, I made $5,000 this month from my show. And he said, well, I'd be lucky if I make that in a year. And that is the reality of a lot of people in the podcasting industry or any yes, industry. It is. Yes, what it this is. marketer did was not so much teach me something, but more so open my eyes to a few critical changes that allowed me to tap into this idea that we're all magnets. We can all attract income and we all have the ability to go out and get it. Money's circulating constantly. And one of the first things that I learned from him is that how you talk about yourself, how you share yourself in the world will attract or repel people. And if you're not sharing the things that you're great at, the things that you're making a contribution in in the world, if you're not showcasing some of that to the world, it is most likely that no one will ever seek you out for those services or those things that you're great at or those things that you want to be great at. No one will pay you or seek you out if they don't know you do it. So first, he just told me, start telling people, Hey, I, I'm happy to help people with podcasting. I've got this group. Would you like to join my Facebook group? Start sharing that information. And that's what I'm doing here right now. So first and foremost, he just taught me, don't be afraid to brag about yourself, you know, essentially. Um, and as a guy who wanted to become a monk for much of his life, that was very uncomfortable for me. Uh, and then the second piece that really changed for me is that having this marketer engage me for services that I didn't offer made me realize that I was sitting on something 
that was sitting right under my nose that was profitable. And that's really the business of relationships. And a podcast was a vehicle, but really the skill set that I have is being able to create relationships. So um, break that down for us because that's very theoretical, okay? So give us like the, the how-to, what can uh, my listener do right now for number two? I, so yeah. first one, they could brag about themselves humbly, right? Yep. Start a nation with humility. Brag about yourself. Tell people what you do, your services, your products. Tell them how you can help them. And then number two, right? Like what, what do they do specifically? Yeah, so um, – you know, relationships are really key. I mean, anytime we want to do anything, right? If a governor wants something done, he needs the right relationships. He needs the right levers. And relationships are really that. Even if the president wants to make something happen, he needs to have relationships with people, right? Um, and so one of the first things that you can do is start sharing on social media the things that you're doing and the projects that you're interested in. And the second thing that I highly recommend is start make a list of some people that if you met them, if you got to know them, they could potentially change your life or they would be pivotal in for you to get to from A to B to C if you knew certain people, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, uh, meeting this marketer, it wasn't happenstance or an accident that I met him. I saw something on Facebook about him. I clicked on a Facebook ad. I looked at it and I was, I didn't know marketing back at the time, but I saw his Facebook ad and I thought, this guy's good. This guy's good. I need to learn this stuff. So what I do is I just reached out to him and said, hey, I have a podcast. I'd love to interview you. I think you'd be an excellent guest, right? So start building relationships. And one of the key things that I found that really helps me build relationships, and I have you know, some marketers have called me the most connected man on Facebook. And some people laugh about that because it's like, well, I'm not the most connected person on Facebook, but I am very well connected. I mean, Jack Canfield read a, read a Facebook post of mine recently, wrote me and said, hey, can I publish this in one of my books? Right. And I'm not I'm not living in the same state. I've actually never personally met Jack Canfield. I've just interviewed him for my podcast. And what I found is that a podcast allows me to meet those people that I'm interested in with something to offer that gives them value. And so if you want to build relationships, I would really consider what is a way that I can provide value to the people that are on my list of people to meet. Mm. Uh, now, maybe you don't have a podcast, maybe you don't have an interest in doing that, or you don't have an interest in doing interviews. One of the other things that you can do, and this is something I did uh, with my relationship business, is I looked at people that I was interested in meeting, and I would send them this love deck that I have. I created this kind of proprietary uh, love deck that couples can use to enhance their relationship, and it's backed by science and you know, over 35 years of research, but I created my own deck based on that research, and I would reach out to an assistant and say, hey, you know, I love so-and-so's work. I, may I mail them something? What is an office or personal address that I can send this to? And I would send that. Uh, you know, and then I would follow up with an email and that can create a relationship. So you can kind of find your own creative way to build relationships, but I really advise you to create a list of some of the best people for you to know, and then really get creative about how can you enter this person's life. For me, the fastest, most copy and paste way is let me get you on my podcast. Uh, you know, I have an engaged audience of over 50,000 listeners. Let's have you come on my show. And then I follow that up with an email after the interview, just saying, hey, I really loved having you on the show. Can I get your personal address or an address of a business? I'd like to send you something. 
right? And so I follow up. Then I friend request them on Facebook. So I don't just stop at the interview. I go a little further. And I think that's what makes me uh, stand out. That's why I landed seven-time New York Times bestselling author, Marion Williamson, as a, as a client, because I had done that enough in her circle that by the time she got on my show, she, she didn't even really want to do the interview. She just said, uh, I hear that you do podcasting services. Can we talk about that? I'd really like to you know, talk about hiring you. I had never tried to sell her. I never tried to engage her in, in that. But I had created enough goodwill in her community that someone else close to her had told her about me. And that's what I recommend you do too. So don't look at this list and doing these nice acts of kindness as a way to get something from people. I've made that mistake. I've totally messed that up terribly. What I recommend is do acts of kindness because you want to just get close to somebody and leave it at that and watch that will spread. Startup Nation, do acts of kindness simply because you want to get close to somebody. You want to be in their life because you like them, you like what they're about, what they stand for in the world, and then let whatever happen, happen. And, uh, you know, Luis is saying, hey, you're going to attract good things that way. It may not be from every single person, but eventually it's going to come your way. So we're speaking with Luis Congdon. You can find him at thrivinglaunch.com. That's thrivinglaunch.com. Luis, really great value there. Normally, I don't let my guests talk as much as I let you. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, there's no apology needed because the value was there. And I really think you spoke right to my listener. Um, and you gave them concrete strategies that they can use, action steps, three action steps they could take in any relationship existing or that they want to bring into their life. So I really like that. So Startup Nation, um, you know, go to the show notes and find those three top tips from Luis if, if you're interested. And Luis, uh, we're going to jump into my favorite part of the show, the hustle round. I'm All right. You. I'll be quick this time. <laughs> Let's go. Quick, bro. I'm going to hold you to it. All right. 10 quick fire questions. You have about three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Organizing. <laughs> Organizing. What are you most afraid of? Not being happy all the time. <laughs> Not being happy all the time. And let me just put that out there to you and Startup Nation. That's unachievable. We're not meant to be happy all the time. It's a false expectation. All right. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Giving away my time for free. Ooh, ouch. Startup Nation, stop doing that. What secret fear do you have about people? Hmm. They'll, they'll, they'll see what a fake I am. <laughs> Imposter syndrome comes up more on this show than anywhere else I've ever seen. What do you wish you had learned sooner in your business? It's not, I guess, just caring about people more. Mm, got it. What's a new habit you want to form? Being more organized. What's a bad habit you want to break? Not being organized. <laughs> Pick three words to describe who you are now. Happy, committed, um, authentic. Love it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Giving, disorganized, uh, very charitable. Got it. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your wife in the eye, and give only one piece of advice. What would you say to them? 
soon it'll all be over. <laughs> Better get stepping. You can. <laughs> what was the last part? Love as often as you can. Startup Nation, soon it will all be over. Love as often as you can. Very great wisdom there. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K in the next 12 months? It won't make you happy. <laughs> oh, man, you're popping the dream, buddy. All right. Listen to Luis. He's so right. It won't make you happy. It will only expand what's going on on the inside. So It's if a you're good unhappy, down payment, though. <laughs> it's a good down payment on almost a lot of things, right? A lot of things there. All right. What's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you? As you said it, thrivinglaunch.com. Uh, I'll see you guys there. You can go to paid2podcast.com. Paid, number two paid to podcast.com. I've got a lot of free goodies there for you as well. Paid to podcast.com startup nation. Go get some free goodies from Louise Congdon. He was a great guest on the show. Do you love these types of guests like Louise that I bring on the show? Your first 100 K. If so, go subscribe to the show if you haven't yet and share the show, share the show with people you care about in your life. Sharing is caring. Louise spoke about it. Reach out, share, give value. Your introduction to that list could be, hey, I, I see you've been on all these other podcasts. I really love this podcast, your first 100K. I really think you could be a great guest. Would you like me to make an introduction for you? Reach out to me and then connect me with them. And who knows? You just added value to that superstar's life and you That's just got right. into the world. Right? So you don't need your own value. You can leverage other people's value. You can leverage my value. You can leverage Luis's value. Isn't that correct, sir? That's right. That's exactly how I uh, ended up working with Hall of Famer, heavyweight, UFC, Boss Rutan. I just reached out to him and I said, hey, I've got a couple of really cool shows for you. And he said, oh, that's really nice. Never met the guy. Uh, reached out to John Lee Dumas. I said, hey, uh, UFC Hall of Famer, Boss Rutan, I've got a connection. Would you like to meet him for your show? Said, yeah, please do. Made the introduction wrote another guy, said the same thing, wrote another big show, said the same thing. Uh, and I ended up working with both those people that I connected. Uh, and I have a nice testimonial uh, from all of those guys. So, uh, you know, leverage other people's stuff. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I love that we just went there because I think you just added the most value as far as a, a next step for Startup Nation. Startup Nation, go do that. Like that's a brilliant, brilliant opportunity and way to open up doors for yourself and others. All right. So Luis, thank you for being on your first 100K. It was a pleasure. And I wish you God's love, God's peace and God's joy in your life, my friend. My pleasure. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Best of luck to you. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We gotta get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.